calls for more addiction treatment. That's what a lot of people want a species drug decriminalization now enters its second year. And to talk a little bit more about this, because I'd love to get some perspective uh, beyond just the generalities. Leslie McBain is co-founder of Moms Stop the Harm. Kind enough to join us here. Leslie, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, let's get into this. How would you say year one went as far as drug decriminalization in British Columbia? Well, I don't think it went badly. There was... um, I don't think there's a tremendous amount of action on it as um, the, the uh, criminal justice system has been uh, sort of stepping back from this uh, issue. The amount of drugs that a person could carry uh, and not go into the criminal justice system was 2.5 grams. It's a very small amount. And um, so it's been sort of in a holding pattern. It has not, however, uh, stru- stopped drug use. It hasn't stopped deaths, and it hasn't started people going, you know, rushing to treatment. Which is something that I think we want to get into, because obviously there's, uh, you need facilities, you need places for these drug users to go so that they can continue to get treatment. Uh, you know, I, I feel like drug decriminalization is the first half of the puzzle, but it's the second half that still needs some fine-tuning. Would that be a fair assessment? Well, I think drug decriminalization, the decriminalization is really not of drugs. It's, it's decriminalizing people who would possess illicit drugs. And there is a, there's a fine line there, but there's a line. Um, I don't think uh, drug decri- or, uh, decriminalization as it stands is, um, go- it's more of a, uh, it's a statement really to the public to say, look, People who use drugs are not criminals, and we're gonna we're gonna say that in this in this uh, decriminalization project. Um, and I think we need to keep it, and we need to expand upon it, and we need to take a good hard look at what the statistics are, which of course we don't have yet. Um, it, it's absolutely necessary, but it's not uh, helping stop the deaths, for instance. Mm-hmm. It's not helping the number of people who need treatment. So it's it's sort of a standalone uh, project. And I know this is close to you. Moms Stop the Harm is a network of Canadian families impacted by substance use related to harms and deaths. So if you could redo the year, knowing what you know now, what would you change? Oh, I would definitely change the uh, province, uh, the premier and the ministry, ministry and minister of mental health and addictions stand on safer supply. Um, It seems they have all been very reticent and hesitant to take that bold, courageous step, which is to make more pilot projects, um, make safer supply um, available to more people who need them. Um, I would, yeah, if I had a magic wand, that's where it would be tapping. I, I, I've seen a couple of the safe supply locations on the downtown east side because that's obviously closer to where I live. But across this province, because this is a province-wide issue, do you feel that the drug users in this entire province, beat up in the interior on the island, are they served by these pilot projects? Or is this something that really hasn't reached all points of this province? You're absolutely right. It has not. Um, we have, um, I think, two in Vancouver and one, uh, let's see, one in Nanaimo one in Victoria, maybe just one in Vancouver. I'm not positive on that. But no, for the rest of the province, no, people in the more rural and remote communities and even in, even in some of the larger um, cities, 
up north um, do not have access to pilot projects or to safer supply and hardly any access to profession, you know, the professionals, the addictions, doctors, and so on. So they are very underserved and the, the number of deaths reflect that. Leslie McBain is the co-founder of Moms Stop the Harm, joining us here on the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Uh, Leslie, I look at the decriminalization, and it's obviously a super polarizing topic, but let's talk about where we're at with the treatment facilities for these users. Obviously, like I said, drug decriminalization is a small piece of the puzzle. Do we have enough facilities? Do we have enough hands on on site to make sure that these people that are coming in, the, the, the ones that are lucky enough to survive, um, can actually see this through to the end? No, <laughs> in a word, um, there are not enough facilities. There are not enough facilities that are subsidized and certified and regulated. And that's what we, as Mom Stop the Harm, we advocate for more oversight of the facilities. But, you know, David Eby, our premier, has um, told us that he has a billion dollars, you know, in his uh, bank account for further and expanding treatment facilities. I wonder how long this will take. Um, If it's three years and you've got three years worth of people using drugs waiting for this kind of treatment, how many people, how many more people will die? I sort of look at it as number of deaths and number of missed opportunities. So we do need more and we need them yesterday. You know, we need them now. Um, And also people need to know how to access treatment and detox and all those things. So the education is uh, lacking as well. I'm sorry I don't have very good things to say about how the government over the last seven years has has progressed in terms of this emergency. Um, it's still an emergency after all this time. Well, I can tell you one thing with certainty. Leslie, you're not the only person that has had some ill things to say um, about this government. <laughs> you know, the thing that catches me by surprise, and I appreciate the time, we'll finish up with this one. Drug poisoning remains the leading cause of death amongst people aged 10 to 59 in BC, and it takes six lives per day in this province. Are those numbers not jarring enough to get the ball rolling? Like you talk about the government kind of dragging their feet. At what point do you say, okay, enough's enough. We've got to really push this through. Exactly. That's my question as well. I mean, 13,000, over 13,500 people have died in this province since the emergency was declared. So at what point, yes, does the emergency really land on the, on the uh, policymakers? Um, it's, it's, Really stunning to us, um, you know, in Mom Stop the Harm and we who advocate for for supporting the lives of people who use drugs. We can't believe that we're still in this place. So, yeah, that's my answer. It, it's, it's amazing that yeah. we haven't addressed it. Your time was valued. Thank you for the call. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank Bye-bye. you.